it's Big Joe for Absolute Comfort, your trusted, independent, American Standard Air dealer. Owner Chris Wedekin sells the ductless Mitsubishi Electric Mini Split, which is a great option to heat and cool individual spaces while blending into the decor. If you want your poker room to be dressed up, you could take a vinyl wrap and put on these. If you like the more modern look, they have styles in black, silver, and pearl white that would be more aesthetically pleasing for your rooms. Find out more at absolutecomfort.org. Absolute Comfort is your trusted, independent, American Standard Air Mitsubishi Electric Elite Ductless Pro Dealer. Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? So let's rock it! My name is Nigel, Jason Hammer right over there. Uh, about an hour from now, FOP President Rick Snyder joining us live on the air to talk about the uh, tragic situation. Indiana State Pro- uh, Police Trooper Aaron Smith uh, losing his life in the line of duty last night during a high-speed crash. Uh, it all started kind of near you, right? The, the Ameriplex area, yeah, and on it, the southwest and it side. Took off towards um, what Ronald Reagan Parkway in seventy, and officer, I'm sorry, Trooper Smith was putting down those those stop sticks, which is meant to flatten the tires of the car they were chasing. The car careened and hit him and uh, tragically killing him in the line of duty. And we will speak with uh, FOP President Rick Snyder a little bit after 5 o'clock. We're also keeping our our eye on this weather system making its way through Central Indy. Right now, between AES and Duke Energy, approximately 60,000 people are without power. So we've got a little thread going on Twitter, uh, at Hammer and Nigel, kind of a roll call. If you are without power and yet you're still listening to our program, Add to the list because we want to see how far uh, this power outage is going because of the storm system making its way through not only torrential rain, but 70 mile per hour wind gusts as well. So we have a lot of stuff going on here today. It looks like it's moving through pretty quick. From what I can tell, I know uh, definitely in Zionsville, my wife, my wife, yep, no power. Uh, Who knows when that'll come on, but how many, what? 60,000? Approximately 60,000 in the state of Indiana without power right now. That happened quick. Another big story we're keeping our eye on is the crime in the city and how that relates to businesses, bar owners, restaurant owners. The Broad Ripple Village Association, they have announced that a lot of the bar owners got together in Broad Ripple and said, you know what? We don't want to be blamed for all of this nonsense. We're going to close down early. We're going to close at 1 o'clock. We're going to sacrifice making some money so you guys can see we're not the problems here. Now, joining us in studio is an Indianapolis area bar owner, longtime friend of ours, uh, Tom Sutton from Coach's Tavern. Hey, Tom. How you doing, man? Hello, gentlemen. Pleasure to be here today. Thanks for the beer, by the way. Oh, no problem. Got some Jamaican red stripe beer. It's summertime. Yeah. So. Mm. Nigel was hoping you'd bring Bud Light, by the way. <laughs> no, don't get me started. <laughs> I, I actually want to ask you about Bud Light here in just a few minutes, but we'll get to the, the pertinent issues first. So as a bar owner, somebody who's got a prominent location, your bar, Coach's Tavern, kind of diagonal from the field house here in Indianapolis on Pennsylvania, have you seen problems around the city that have been concerning to you as somebody trying to run a business i mean sure it seems like every weekend either in broderpool or sometimes even here in downtown indy we have uh, some bad actors that show up and just want to wreak havoc and they want an audience of course in front of them so they go where it's crowded and it, it, it is it's scary for us 
How bad has it escalated over the last couple of years? Because you've been the owner, along with your co-owner, Adam, for a number of years at this bar. 15. 15 years now, which is an amazing run, by the way. Um, How bad has the situation in the city declined, in your view? It really seems like, and you're right, the last couple of years, seems like after COVID, everything just went to hell. And people forgot how to act. Nobody, there's no decency amongst people anymore. Um, like compare Indy to when Super Bowl was here. Now that was back in 2012, I yes, believe. 2012. So over a decade ago. Uh, how has Indy, in your eyes, changed for the better or the worse since then? Well, I mean, we, we have we have a higher murder per capita than Chicago. If that tells you anything, and that's that's just ridiculous. That a city this we're not small city, but we're not Chicago, and we have more murders than they do per capita. Um, we have more ankle monitors total than anybody in the country. Well, yeah, you know, we got to let the violent offenders out so they can hurt somebody again. <laughs> Do you see a lot of the same knuckleheads uh, creating problems around your bar? Uh, we're actually pretty fortunate. We we don't really have a lot of the bad actors on Pennsylvania Street. They, they tend to, to go over and bother uh, Meridian Street. I uh, feel sorry for my, my burners over there, but we've been pretty fortunate. But as I walk through the city every day to go somewhere for lunch, I see the same the same people, you know, just talking to themselves and just completely out You're of You're lucky it. if they're talking to themselves. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes they're doing other things to themselves. That, that Yes. That's where we, we have, you know, we dump our trash on... Uh, I, Scioto Street, that's where a dumpster is. And I've seen some things I didn't care to see back there taking some Correct. trash out. So. What about one of the things that Boss Hogsett said after the shootings in Broad Ripple over the weekend is that he took some of the blame to the bar owners and business owners. Now, while I, I think most I think most business and bar owners are operating you know, on the level, I do believe that there probably are some bar owners that that are fostering this kind of thing that are inhibiting or not inhibiting, but enhancing and making things easier for this thing to happen. Yeah, there might be, I don't really know of any, any personally that, that are doing that when we all want to have a safe space for our employees, for our, our guests, for us. So I don't, I don't know if I, if I see that, but it may be an issue. So this broad ripple village association, they have announced that the bar owners got together and said, we're not going to be your scapegoat here. We're going to close at one o'clock. You have a bar in downtown Indianapolis. I'm just curious, from one bar owner to watching what others are doing, would you have played ball and done the same thing? Absolutely not, because usually between one and three is when we get a, a, much of our business. Um, it's usually all the industry people getting off work from the restaurants. They come in mm. and they you know, they spend tons of money. So it would be a big L for us. Because you're downtown by the hotel district. So I think that is a little different maybe than Broad just Ripple. being out yeah. in Broad Ripple Correct. where yeah, it's got three a lot of younger right folks. Around the corner from us. So, um, Do you think the right decision was made based on their location and what they're doing? If you, Tom Sutton, owned a bar right there on the heart of Broad Ripple Avenue, would you have said, all right, we're going to play ball. We're going to close down at one o'clock like everybody else. I, I do think it's very noble what they did. And obviously, safety needs to come first. You know, you can't put money over lives. So I, I do respect what they've done. And I don't know if it's going to solve the issue. Uh, it might just be a Band-Aid, which Joe Hawk said good at putting Band-Aids on things. It's embarrassing they have to do this right. in the first place. It though. is. It is because City Hall will not give IMPD. They won't let them do their jobs. You know, if I'm a cop in this city, I'm scared to death to shoot somebody. 
that's creating a problem and all this. I get that. I totally understand that. It's so embarrassing, though, that the bar owners have to say, we're going to close down so you can't blame us because you can't handle what's happening in the city between Joe Hogsett's air quotes, leadership, and Ryan Mears allowing people to get right back out on the streets. This is embarrassing that this city that hosted a Super Bowl not that long ago, that's hosting the NBA All-Star Game next year, can't even have their bars open until 2 o'clock. It is embarrassing, and it, it that's a total reflection on uh, on the, as you said, quote-unquote leadership in this city. I I get a lot of IMPD officers that come in for lunch, and they tell me they're arresting the same people every Ugh. couple of months. Like, I just arrested this guy, and he's out on an ankle bracelet. Right. They're really good about putting an ankle bracelet on repeat offenders here. So that way, when this repeat offender goes out and does another crime and they'll hurts know. somebody, <laughs> they'll know right where he is. Exactly. Hey, Tom, what is okay? So for a couple of months now, we've talk, been talking about Bud Light and how that marketing campaign went sideways with, the, with Dylan Mulvaney. I wouldn't even know who this dude was except for this Bud Light situation. They put him on the can or whatever, and he's a guy that cosplays as a 13-year-old girl. And then you have the, the marketing side of it where, uh, what was her name? Hammer the, the Heinerschneid, <laughs> Heinerschneid, Lisa Heinerschneid. Um, the, was you know set this whole thing in motion. You know we need a different customer base. Our customer base is fratty, and they basically trashed their bread and butter in terms of customers. What I mean, so you're you're a guy that is in the bar business and has been selling Bud Light for years. Have you noticed anything, or is this kind of like a national thing that's been been blown out of proportion? A little um, bit? we've like, definitely seen a decline in Bud Light sales. Uh, I didn't. I actually do my beer orders uh, Wednesday for today, and I didn't order any Bud Light this week at all. We have it in draft wow. and on bottles, and I usually order at least a keg a week and like, wow, you know, ten cases and nothing this week. So. so this isn't something like Nigel said that's been blown up out of proportion by right wing talking points. Points. You're a business owner. You're all about the money, and this stuff isn't being sold. Yeah, and, and you know, it's the whole thing to me is stupid. Um, is it doesn't really it doesn't affect Anheuser Busch as much as it affects the local distributors, like Sync Distributing here in Indy. They're the ones getting the hardest hit. Yeah, what's your rep say? I mean, what are those? What are those yeah, guys? Yeah, my say? reps. You know, he's commission based, so that's yeah. hurting him. So, again, one more thing before we wrap it up here. As somebody that has a bar in downtown Indianapolis. If Joe Hogsett's listening right now, if Ryan Mears is listening right now, what would be your message on behalf of fellow business owners to the gruesome twosome there? <laughs> uh, a, let IMPD do their jobs, have their back, and yes. B, uh, Mr. Mears, put these animals in cages and keep them there. Tom Sutton, owner, coaches, tavern, my man, thank you. Thank you, gentlemen.